Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. Police found 27 corpses. Australia's worst serial killer. You know, I didn't want to get in the car. I actually... With Amanda Howard and Robert McKnight. Hello and welcome to Monsters Who Murder. I'm Rob McKnight, joined as always by the serial killer whisperer, best-selling true crime author, and she's also a criminologist. Hello, Amanda Howard. Hello, Robert. It's Christmas. I got my Christmas things on. I was about to say, what have you got around your neck? (laughs) They're little skeletons. So when I do Christmas, I do it my way. So (laughs) you, you certainly do. Well, funny you say that. Look at my shirt. If you can see that up close. I've actually got skeletons. I just got skeletons too. Mm. Oh, gee, we played um, that well, didn't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're known for that. Um, mine is actually more of a shopping miss buy, and I'm now admitting that as my wife sits over in the corner there switching away. I bought a few shirts and she said, I didn't strike you. You didn't strike me as someone who'd buy one with uh, skull and crossbones. I was like, oh, yeah, just, yeah, you know. No, I have to admit, I completely just stuffed up. I didn't notice them on the shirt. And so I thought this is the only place I can wear it. Yes, yes, I expect to see that shirt again, Robert, because that is so on brand. So, so there you go. Anyway, the truth always comes out, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm. All right, so we're talking about... Sherry Papiri, right? She is facing a grilling by the police over her own abduction because it turns out the DNA that was found was of her ex-boyfriend, James Rays, right? So Yes, yep, you're going well there, yep. <laughs> thank you. But while this is all happening, Sherry's husband, Keith, is sitting in the interrogation room with her. Yep, and he's getting further and further towards that door as as more she keeps talking or <laughs> keeps lying. He's just moving out. He's he's Absolutely. on his way out of that room. Yeah. Uh, look, this is an obvious one. This is a part two. So if you haven't seen part one, go back an episode. Do not start here. Although let me tell you, folks, I reckon it's about to get interesting because in the last episode we left it where they were just dropping truth bombs at her with all the evidence, everything they had, and she had no response. And even in that last clip, Amanda, I come back to what I said in the last episode. She was there trying to, I think, make it sound as though it was the boyfriend who had done all this without her knowledge. James wouldn't be do that, you know, like she was still trying to play the role of the victim. Yeah, she's basically claiming that she was in a room by herself and so she didn't even know who her captors were, which goes yeah. against the story of the two Hispanic women. So, yeah, she's just she's just gripping at straws basically. She's just trying to work out how she can get out of this one with a different lie basically. All right, so as we pick up, the detective is going to continue talking. Before the FBI asks, agent asks a pretty pertinent question and Shari continues her charade. Robert told friends and family you were there. His mom knew that you were there because, of course, it went news and everybody knew you guys dated. 
everybody has known you guys had a relationship. So when it happened, of course, family reached out to him. He told him, yeah, she was here. But it said it hurt her. I didn't hurt her. So what are you thinking, Sharon? That doesn't make any sense. Why does it make sense? What actions doesn't make sense? A lot of it doesn't make sense. Can you talk about those? No. James' DNA was confirmed on your, on your clothing. The two of you haven't seen each other in over a decade. If you, you told me that you haven't been in his room, you haven't had contact with him in over 10 years. However, you described his bedroom to a T. And, this, and the DNA on you was still a vibrant piece of DNA. Ten-year-old DNA dies. The DNA that was there specifically was non-seminal fluids, was seminal fractions. You got that from his house somewhere. So whether it was the bed that you were sleeping on, whether it was the couch, whether it was anywhere in there. When somebody would come to the door and be around the property, you'd call James, James would call Robert, and those two doors down, Robert would run people off the property. Robert told me all of that. James told me everything. So the only person that hasn't started telling us certain facts, there are certain facts that are true. When we were sitting there talking to James, there were so many truths that were a part of your story that it's hard to decipher the lies until we put it all together. Until he says, hey, why, how did you pick her up? I open up the passenger side seat. I open the door. You jumped in the back seat. Why did you, why'd you do that? Why did you do that? I don't know. It was weird. So, so are, you, are you calling James a liar? Do you not, are, are we not believing James what he told me? No. I know, I know you're scared. I cannot believe that it is James. I can't believe James told us the truth. That's what I can't believe. He passed a polygraph, sure. So did Keith. <laughs> he passed the polygraph. So did Keith. Um, Keith passed a polygraph test because he wasn't involved, and of course he passed it. Uh, what does she mean by that? So did Keith. <laughs> Well, they're saying, you know, that that um, that he's he's shown that the truth, and she has lied the whole time. We haven't heard of her taking a polygraph, and I can't find evidence that she actually did. So that's in- right. interesting. But she plays dirty, and she fights dirty, and that's what but is we're she seeing. trying to throw she, Keith under the bus? There, yeah, yeah. She's just saying, you know, I'm telling the truth, and, and you um, aren't believing it. Well, maybe you shouldn't believe Keith either, because he, he passed a polygraph test, and maybe he he lied to you. Like she, she's she's just dirty. She is manipulative. Mm. She is narcissistic. She is psychopathic. And this is about her getting what she basically deserves, because this was all about what she wanted out of life, and didn't give a shit what 
anyone else had to deal with by her deciding that this is what she wanted to do. You know, James didn't say, hey, how about we do this? She went to James and said, I need you to do this. And, you know, we've got all of these lies just compounding and she's playing dirty. You know, like we we saw her her treat Keith like an an idiot in, in the last episode and now she's trying to throw him under the bus, you know, like just... Yep. It was interesting. Just the moment before she turned on Keith, she sort of threw her arms up in the air and looked at him for support where none was coming. And then it was almost like this moment of recognition or recognizing that he's not on her side anymore. And so she's just thought, whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he was looking at the ceiling. He was looking at the door. Oh. He was looking anywhere but at her because I think he he had a few choice words he wanted to say. Um, I'm fascinated but, you know, just yeah. watching him throughout all this because he literally <laughs> he's done. He's like he's condemned yeah. her. He he has completely checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is four years later. He has been her rock through all of this. Amazing. And so he's like, could you imagine the pain in, in his head right now, mm. the pressure of him taking all of this in and realising that all those doubts that he had that he, he he sort of thrust aside because he wanted to support her has now come, you know, full circle and he's re- realising that she's not a good person. Mm. So let's have a listen and a look at what happens when the detective deflects her comment back at her. And he was involved. So James is involved. So James is involved, but I don't... James picked you up. You called James to pick you up. You mailed him a letter with your address. You used a... No. You used a burner phone to call another burner phone for James to come and get you. You're saying since you're married, you haven't called James? No, I have called James. Because earlier you said you had contacted James. Does phone records show that you do? You did. The phones don't lie. The DNA doesn't lie, Sherry. His polygraph doesn't lie. So we can, you can go his, a couple different directions now. His story. I've already told you lying to me is a crime. So you walk out the store telling lies, and that's a crime. I think we need my lawyer. This isn't making any sense. What's not making sense, Sherry? The parts that, that don't make sense. That is James. No, the parts that don't make sense are that you're accusing two females who abducted you when it was James. The part that you were branded, James did. He told me he no. did. Who who would sit there and no. say, no. I branded her, branded Sherry on her right shoulder, but who does that? Who told us how and showed us the letters that matched the brand? Took us to the store and pointed out the letters. The, the problem is today, today's the case is a result. Everything, the only things, well, how do we prove that you're telling us the truth? How do we prove that the, tr- the, the truth is that two women took you, but I, I'm telling you it's a male. The, the fact that you were branded is true. The small fact is that you willingly laid down and did it versus being tied to a table. So we can always, we could do the polygraph and try to, whatever parts you're confused about. Can you go with us? Can I talk to you outside? Now, that's an interesting development. Amanda, I love the fact that we're now doing this as a video podcast because there's so much we can watch. I mean, we'll get to Keith wanting to go outside in just a moment, but watching that and and watching Sherry, her 
hands up to her um, temples or fists up to her temples, she's her mind is racing as she tries to think through scenarios that can get her out of this. She's even getting desperate enough that she thinks, I do need to get a lawyer. She's she's verbalised that, but she hasn't followed it through because she looked at Keith for a reaction about getting a lawyer and he's out. He's moving further away yeah. and him, the <laughs> way he's looking around the, the room and, the uh, you know, like just not wanting to engage in her at all and she's still trying to turn to him in the moments where she is speaking for that comfort, for that knowing that he's got her back like he has done throughout these whole four years and he's not giving that. No, I think when she asked for a lawyer, he was probably looking up to divorce lawyers rather than criminal yeah. defence attorneys. But <laughs> um, yeah, but ex- exactly what you're saying, she is so fetal position now. She she has gone into herself so far. Her hands are, uh, are gripped in front of her. Her shoulders are shrunk. She, she was holding her head, as you said. These are the the roar in in her head would be. Um, just so immense. She is trying to think out how she can do this, and she, and they keep bringing back to her like you were going to throw two women under the bus for, for this mm. when you did it all, you know. Mm. And they're just showing her what a bad person that she is, and that you know even even I love how how the agent put in and lying to me is a federal crime, yes. you know. As, yes. as just, I love this. They are just they, they have no sympathy. They started off easy, gentle, you know, she's this tiny, fragile, you know, young white woman who who went through a tragic crime and now they're just slamming her as as an absolute criminal who mastermind all of this um purely because she is a narcissist and wanted a better a time of, of life. Yeah. Well, is that the reason why she's doing all this? We'll see. <laughs> as we saw keith wants to talk to the agent outside but though we saw that he didn't even look at sherry as he left her physical response is screaming out the, the fears of how out of control everything got the fear of all these things is the reality and the only people that can slow the train down is you and i You put yourself through this so when you came forward, you can tell certain stories. You missed. The, you, you couldn't control the DNA that we found. You couldn't control when we talked to James, he'd tell us what happened. The story always was hard for anybody to understand. The tragedy that the community went through the events that unfolded, the fear now of what what it all means. But there's without a doubt, James's DNA was on you. I can the I light, cannot, no. The no. likelihood of it being an ex-boyfriend is a problem. No. The, it's astronomical. That was fascinating, the visual there, because as Keith left, she actually went into a fetal position with her knees tucked under her chin for a little bit of that. Yeah, she went into the smallest position that she could be in, you know, literally putting her feet on on the chair so she could scrunch her, herself up. She knew that she was alone. 
Keith didn't ask her if it was okay if he left the room. He asked the detectives. So he he shut her out. She now has no one in this world yeah. that is going to help her or, or, or protect her. So, you know, fetal position is what we get to. That's the moment of massive stress that, that, we, that we just check out. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So the FBI agent arrives back in the room later and shock horror, Keith has not rejoined them and now they throw more of her lies at her and like we often see, they they give her a few scenarios to see if she will confess. So that's not going to lie either. The descriptions you provided are that room and that house to a T, except it's not a gravel drive and it's not elevated. And there's not two women who live there. James lives there. James lives there. You know James lives there. So you might as well get it out of your head that James is not involved. Because James is clearly involved. And James already told us he's the one that did the brain. That's something that he admitted to mayhem. He admitted to a felony you could put him in prison. So how would that, how do you, it doesn't just, it doesn't jive. So now it's your opportunity to say, were there issues between you and Keith? Is that why you needed to leave? I mean, we read your text message. We're already aware of some issues, but enlighten us if that's the case. If there was a valid reason for you to leave, let me know what that was. James said you had your job broken by him, and that's why he came and got you, because you were in an abusive relationship. So were you in an abusive relationship with him? Have you told other people in your life that, like China, that Keith has abused you in the past and that wasn't true? China told me that day two, where there was an incident at a party that you got hurt playing, like, I don't know, Wii or Pictionary or something, and then you told other friends that Keith hurt you. When there was witnesses at the party that said you just that you got hurt during a party. Then you go tell James that you were being hurt through being abused and you couldn't come forward because Keith has friends in law enforcement. If all of that's, is that true? Has Keith ever been abusive towards you? We are not talking about my husband. I love my husband. <laughs> Wow, this is interesting. First up, we've got to talk about the fact, Amanda, that the officers have cornered her in the room. Uh, The FBI agent has actually taken Keith's seat, which was next to her. The other detective is opposite her and she's surrounded in a way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is about putting that pressure on. So um, we have two things happening here. They are like the heat is now on, but they're also giving her those different scenarios to see if she will pick up on one of them and run with it. And we see this often when they're not getting what they want. They will try this bargaining thing, you know, giving but her an she's out. just crying. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They're just saying, oh, you know, 
was this, you know, self-defense. You sort of ask him to take you away because Keith was abusive and all of this sort of stuff. They're trying to see if she will take the bait. And she's crying a lot, but the box of tissues on the desk hasn't been touched. And when I say she's crying a lot, I don't know if there's tears because we can't see it that clearly. No, I, I don't understand why they film these interrogations on potatoes, but they do. Um, but it's just interesting, yeah, that that, that she, she's making those whimpering sounds, but, yeah, there's no snotty nose, there, mm. there's no wet eyes, there's no need for an extra tissue from the one that she had right at, at the beginning. You know, well, they know it's just an act. Yes. Well, her dramatic responses continue as she tries other tangents. And don't worry if you can't understand her because that is part of the act. Oh, boy. When I went out of town from work. What happened? Who is talking to the guys? Oh, my God. What did we do that? Like when you were in Eureka, you give them a call? <laughs> Just start chatting with them? Tell them some of your problems? When did it turn from just chatting to this plan to get away? No, no, no. We're getting all the Don and Mitski the night before. Why did I do that? We're trying to understand why you did that too. We're trying to understand all of it. I don't know. I don't know what Don is doing now, but I guess I was doing that. Doing what? This is awful, Julius. Talking to other guys that has got me here. <laughs> so, are you? What aspect are you saying? Like, how how does how does talking to other people got you here? Well, you've gotten I over. I love my husband. 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 I the other guys you were talking to, when did it turn into something more? Obviously, you never would have imagined that CNN in 2020 and Good Morning America would care about you wanting to leave Keith or wanting to teach him a lesson no, or wanting to no, get him in line. No, it was just to pay attention to Okay, so in all of that jumble of words and fake sobs, she was saying something about talking to other guys? Yeah, so that's where she's going with, with this now. It's just that James sort of took it that one step further that, um, you know, that, that she had sort of a card on, on his shoulder and so he decided that he had to abduct her, you know. It's just this is the lies that she's going to, but she never actually denies or confirms that Keith had abused her. So it, I think that's her at least not trying to, to tar him um, with a, a yeah, lie. Yeah, I'll actually give there, a point for no that abuse. one. Yeah. She didn't jump yeah, on the I, idea that Keith abused her, but maybe she knew it just wouldn't um well, she was telling people that it, it was happening. She was she was telling people that, that that Keith had hit her, and people go, "But I was at the same party as you, and you fell over and hit your head." Like he didn't so, do that, uh, right? Hang on. Yeah. So she was actually trying to get that narrative away, but people were like, "Yeah, it's hard to hear." Yeah, it is. You have to play this a few hundred times, like I had to do, mm. to, to get 
out what was happening. But, yeah, she was playing that card and so she's now claiming that James sort of ran with that and 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 tried to protect her by abducting her. Like, it's, it's just crap. Okay. So after throwing all the evidence from James again, the two investigators try bargaining chips one more time. Nobody's ever going to be asked to be able to answer why decisions were made. I never did. I don't understand. You don't understand what? What, what parts are you not sure. understanding? He even showed us, sure. He even showed us the letters that we used for the gray the numbers. I have pictures of them right here. This what is that that was used? What did the Bible verse mean to you? How would you have known that? Why did you pick that Bible verse? James took the Bible verse. We need to be able to control the outcome of what's going to happen next. The only thing we know is going to happen right now is what you can tell us and what you can shed light on and for other people to be able to, to try to understand. If it was a mistake, it was a mistake. But at this point, not telling us what happened, not telling us the truth is another mistake. It's a mistake on top of a mistake. Right now we can start over. We can we can end. We can leave without without a dirty conscience, without the what's gonna happen next. Right deep, now. Deep down inside, Sherry, I know you know what's right and what you should do. And you should come clean. Why did you ask James to come get you? Donovan the night before to come meet up with you. Everything happened at once. You were asking to. The thing about is we were able to prove that Donovan never came up here. But now we can prove that James did. There's records to prove it. Although you might not think it was a good idea now, 2020 hindsight, at the time. Why did you ask him to come pick you up? Was that an I don't know? <laughs> What's that? It's a It's The DNA doesn't lie. Okay, talk me through this. I don't understand at this point why she still or how she still thinks she can get away with it. They've literally laid out the evidence. They have literally told her what James has been saying. He he has thrown her under the bus, and I can imagine why. They've pulled him yeah, in. Absolutely. They've said they know this. Yeah. He's given them everything. 
<laughs> including the Bible verse. And now you, you probably heard them talk about that. The Bible verse is what was actually branded on her, and it was Exodus 21, 16. that says, anyone who kidnaps someone is to be put to death whether the victim has been sold or is still in the kidnapper's possession. Go with that yeah. with what you will, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and for him to be able to even say that that's what was branded on her you know like she's saying oh it can't be him she's trying to make it like that she was you know kept separate and was blindfolded and no Mm. one saw her and and you know and and this you know man come in and left and women come in you know some sort of like Poughkeepsie tapes sort of scenario but it's it's not she has played the victim her entire life and she thinks if she continues to play it as this pretty little blonde um narcissist that that she's going to get away with it she expects a man to fall at her feet when she when she whimpers like this and it's not happening that they're they're seeing her as someone who is willing to throw every single person in her life under the bus just so then she can go and do what she wants in a life away from husbands and children and things like that but look at it this woman's act knows no bounds and she gets on the attack in this next clip and you'll love it amanda she reaches for the tissues. <laughs> His DNA was on you. Your DNA is going to be in that room. One septillion zeros. I don't even know how many zeros septillion is reality. That's why despite your description of how far you might have gone in the car, we already went down there. We knocked on his door. We took those pictures. He understood that the DNA didn't lie, so he can clean. Now it's your chance to do the same. And if you don't, you're going to be shaking your head later and say, I should have told him what happened. Talk to me like that. Like what? There's so many fears right now that we can't even wrap our head around. There's, there's too many unknowns that we can't control. We can't control what, what the media is going to do. We can't control what, what everybody's going to think. The only thing we can control right now is to control that, that James told us the truth, and that's, that's a yes or a no. What did James lie about? What did James lie to us about? Of the thing, of the things I've told. I don't know, baby. I don't know. I just don't know. There's just no way it can be James. I just don't know. I don't know. It is James. That's not even a question anymore. We know you were in that room. That's already clear. <laughs> you, you described everything in the room. What you're saying is it wasn't James that came and picked you up by the mailboxes. Is that what you're saying? There are still two females. Is that what you're saying, Sharon? At the at the end of everything, once we you had to have known that this was going to come at some point. What's up? get to Costa Rica, or Costa Mesa, or uh, how do we get to LA? 
there's a big jump and a leap from talking to men to getting in a car with somebody. But that getting in a car with somebody is somebody you had a relationship with. He told us about the abortion. He told us about the, your guys' relationship. He told us about things that I don't know if you've ever told anybody about. <laughs> this is interesting. It was it was interesting to see the way she admonished the agent for talking to her like that, wasn't it? Yeah, she, you know, she's expecting people to be nice to her and say, oh, poor dear, you'll be okay. And they're not. They're coming at her and they, you know, they're, they're tag teaming there and she doesn't like it. Yeah, I've got to say, though, I reckon at this point that, that was good new information about um, the the abortion, right? So they're really letting her know that they know. They know everything, yeah. okay? But did you notice there that she stopped crying? Oh. She stopped crying because she was listening to what they were saying and she couldn't if she was acting. So anyway, <laughs> just something I spotted just then. No, that's great insight. That's why you are the serial killer whisperer. Um, but at this point, I reckon the detectives should be laying it on the line in, in this way. They should be saying, look, whether you deny this or not, we know the truth. So right now what would be best for your interest is putting it in your own words, telling us how you got to this point where you felt you needed to do this because you can deny all you want. Any jury is going to see this evidence and know the truth, right? So this is the next phase. How do you want to approach this when we charge you? And do you want to be a sympathetic character? Because at the moment you're a liar who faked an abduction. So yep. tell us the story on how this happened because the the proof is there. I know you're scared right now. I know you're scared. But if you tell us the story in your words, maybe it won't be as bad as it could be. Would that work? Yes no. and no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can work, but because someone has already told the story, he wins, like James wins because he, he laid it all out. They got no, him I understand went, yeah, that, but I'm just me. trying to get a confession out of her. Never plead guilty. The onus is on the prosecution, not on the defence. I understand that, but does she know that? <laughs> We're talking about trying to get a confession no, here. No, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, they, she is going to keep going and that's what she should do. I don't agree with it, but that's what she should do. She needs to keep denying this because if there is any reasonable doubt whatsoever... They can say, no, you know, this was a, a poor young white girl, you know, and all of these men around her and she was talking to them all and, you know, they were all giving her attention and she fell for it rather than like the gone girl psychopath who's who she actually is. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's those two different scenarios and she wants to continue playing the victim because she wins being the victim and has her entire life until now. Mm. Okay, so they return to her original story and things get very interesting. Are you saying that it was two females that picked you up? What's that? Every time I ask that question, it seems like you don't answer it. You sat in a room, you drew out two people on a sketch, Sherry. 
So are those two people the ones that took you? It's a yes or no. I don't know. Well, you were pretty clear when I asked you earlier. What did, what did the younger one do? You said the younger one pointed a gun at you. She wasn't. It was just James. James was two hours late. We have the rental records from 2016 for the vehicle that he used. Why? Because we went and looked for it because he told me. Because I was talking about it. That's clear to you talking about it. We have to control what we can control. <laughs> we're, we're to the point that two, did it, the younger female that you've always described, is she the one that put a point of gun at you? Is that true or not? Oh, no. you, you do know. You told me earlier. So earlier today, when we were talking, I asked you, what did the younger one do? You told me the younger one pointed a gun at you and let you go. That's what you said. She let me go. And you let yourself go. You let yourself out of the backseat. Never even said bye to James. Never a thank you, never a nothing. Just an out. Yeah, that's what James told me. Oh, wow. She's really trying to keep it straight, and they are throwing her lies back at her, and now she knows saying the lie is also a crime, so she's now trying to say it's all fuzzy. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Exactly, because if you can't say yes or no, then it's going to be easy to say, well, I didn't say that, you know, but she has stuck to this story, you know, and the fact that they're saying, you know, he didn't even get a goodbye or thank you and we know that there was no sex involved either, you know, this guy got nothing out of it except um, time in jail basically because of her decision to do this and to make him be, you know, just, just a puppy dog in all of this and do what she told him to do. Yeah. Okay, we're at the pointy end of the interview and they only want yes or no answers to their questions. And, of course, Sherry ain't playing that game. You told us everything, Sherry. You told us so many truths because you put yourself through. True. They were true. You're absolutely right. You don't want to talk about the gun. So, but the the one... James. No, I'm we're not. saying James's DNA was on you. We know you were you were in that room at his house. Then if it was the woman, then if it was the woman. Well, okay. that's the woman couldn't have pointed a gun at you and put you in the car, yes or no? Is that where we're at? I don't remember. You don't remember if a female pointed a gun at you and put you in the car? Is that what you're saying, Sherry? I've always told you I don't remember getting in the car. I've always told you I don't remember getting in the car. But did a female point a gun at you, yes or no? (laughs) Yes or no? So I don't remember anything. You've already told me that today. You know who she is. I know you do. It was always You know who she is. The lady we showed you is another race. No, I know James opened the door for you. Whether you want to forget how you got in the car, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. But we've already you've already established today. That's why I asked you today. What did the younger girl do? You said she let me go and she pointed a gun at me. We didn't talk about how you got in the car. Right now, I'm asking you. 
Can a younger female point a gun at you? Yes or no? What? I know you know who she is. I do not say I don't want her to get in trouble. She's not I know trouble. you know who she is. You're getting in trouble. I am not. I didn't do anything. But right now, ask, answer this one question. Did a female point a gun at you, yes or no? I am done speaking to you until I talk to a lawyer. I will not arrest her. I am with my children because of her. I don't understand. There is no way that Jesse loves me. You did love me. I agree. Sherry, if you want to talk to your attorney, that's fine. We can wrap this up. If you want to keep talking to us, that's a separate story, but you said you wanted to talk to your attorney, so like I said, from the beginning, you're free to go, and you can go. I would ask you one more question, just for your own welfare. Do you feel like harming yourself? For welfare. Do you feel like harming yourself? No, I just have my children and go home. Okay. Well, you're free to go and do that. If you change your mind, do you want to come forward and talk to us? Oh my God, because I talk to other men. This cannot be. You might have come and started talking to Yeah, they went over it a stack of times, but she refused to answer any question directly. Yeah, and then when they said, okay, yeah, I can leave, she went from huddled over and sobbing to standing up and grabbing a handbag. Went, okay, walked out. Yeah. <laughs> and why didn't they charge you there and then? Because they need to dot their I's and cross their T's. So um, they know what's happening, but they really want it to be neat, and so they think that she could break, so they don't want to sort of go in and continue because it's not going anywhere at this time. Mm. But now she knows that they know that she knows that they know. It's then about um, what she is going to decide to do with that info now that it's it's all out there. Okay. Now, if you thought the interrogation was over, ho, 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 we've got an extra treat because we get something else on the tape that we've never seen before. Take a look. I'm the idiot husband that stayed around the whole time. <laughs> no, it's still, you can't tell you a lot, honestly. I don't know. I told Bill to let you know some of the details, some of the stuff came out. I mean, from my side, I feel like, you know, my whole world's going to flip upside down again. Why, why is that? Why am I always getting held out? Like, why can't you just hit me with it? I did. I told you. I know, yeah. Because this happened Monday. For, for no, Monday. you're saying you can't tell me all this stuff. Uh, it's still an ongoing investigation. So, you're not going to find out answers. I mean, there's. Us. That's Obviously, the way it is. Can you help me get throw me a bone and then go, I mean, she made it up. Is that where we're going, right? Or is she trying to go into the hole? Another we're not going to give you any additional details. Obviously, you've heard questions, so you can yeah. read through some of those and understand. You've seen some of the photos. Yeah. So you know some of the investigators. Well, obviously, you saw me. I was like, yeah, we shot him. Yeah. But you can also notice your reaction compared to her reaction. Yeah. No, 100%. That's what I'm saying from my side. But now, now you're telling me, okay, you guys can go home now. Well, 
you think I want her anywhere around the kids or around me at all at this point? And again, we, we've talked a lot. I don't know what the next stages of this are. That's it's, why it's not that's us why together. I could have whatever whatever those decisions are. I don't, I don't know. But from a, we can all agree that she's not all there. And then obviously, if somebody can do something like that to their body and try to trick everybody, that they're probably not fit. To, it was four years ago. We can't get into that, no. but I would say obviously we are concerned about the welfare. We don't want any kind of domestic dispute between you two. We also don't want. So give me a quick legal, not legal advice. Give me a term like sheriff. If I don't want her in my house tonight, what options do I have? You don't have to get restraining orders. You don't have to get legal stuff. <sighs> Jesus. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell her she has to go to her sister's or something. I mean, she's not going in my house tonight, and I got a call. At the next stage of this, please give me the courtesy of telling me when you're going to announce this so I cannot be in my home. Oh, God damn, you're going quick. Well, like I said, it's ongoing now. Well, we have to, we're going to talk about that, but it's going to happen quick. I understand. He was thinking tomorrow. I was like, okay, you know, you know, everybody in LA. So there's a there's a hornet's nest in LA. Mm-hmm. It only takes one person to go and say, hey, I know what actually happened. I want 10 grand. And now they run to LA news. It blows up without our control. So, and I don't know the strategy. We we still have to. We had to get through this before we can get there. This did. Is there anything you can tell me next? I thought you were saying you were going to tell me something when I came back in. The the person that we talked to down there is absolutely involved. No, I know that. I know that. I remember giving you guys that guy's number. So I thought. I thought. So that's that's where we're at. And then what did she say? We're just going to have to be patient. Let it play out. I know it's going to be really hard, but it also makes it easier for you. Well, the little kids aren't going to ask you as much as the media will. No, And the family members, your own family members. And you can look at them with a straight face and say, look, they're not telling me yet. But like, even Kettle right now, I was like, well, shoot, you guys can give her a ride in the house. I don't even want her in a car right now. No, Kettle said. That's what he told me. I'm assuming it'll get arranged for her to get there. That's what has to happen. Because I need, I need to make some calls. I mean, if you're going to release it that soon, I'd like to call. Yeah. I don't want to say I, I can call you today. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go from this to another meeting, and that means I'll to another meeting, and that means I'll to another meeting, and then then we'll be figuring stuff out. Are you I saying mean, you want us to help you with transport for her? I get it back think so. I don't think I'm, I mean, I, you got to give me a couple. So I thought you guys were going to call me back in here with her. So. Well, she has to leave, so oh. she's free to leave okay. if she wants. So I think we'll. Talk and I'm gonna. We'll probably. She's probably not gonna talk in here, so we'll probably go out to the car and then I'm gonna be like, I'm not going anywhere to leave until I'm here. If you guys want to check out the car and come back up and tell us if you need assistance, let yeah. us know. You're going back. Appreciate that. I think I'm handled pretty good. I ain't crushing walls or nothing. We, we appreciate shop. that. I'm in shock. Ah, okay. Alright. Thank you. Ain't that interesting? They brought the husband in for a debrief, Amanda. Why did they do that? I think that they were hoping that now that he had some of the pieces that maybe he might have been able to say, oh, yeah, I remember him talking to her or something. As as he said in there, I gave you James's phone number, you know, so they knew that they were looking into that, but he had no idea that this is where it was going to go. So um, I think it was about them just trying to do a last bit of let's see what we, we can find out. Um, but the husband had no idea he was he was really blindsided by this and um i think he's pretty pissed off and he's taking it quite calmly i wouldn't have been that calm 
Yeah. On March 3, 2022, Sherry was arrested and charged with making false statements to an FBI agent as well as mail fraud. A month later, she confessed to the bogus kidnapping and within two days, Keith petitioned for divorce. Sherry pled guilty to the charges and was sentenced to 18 months imprisonment and was required to pay a fine of $300,000. Amanda, why couldn't she have made the confession here so we could have heard it? I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know you want those big confessions, but they're few and far between. But I love doing these different techniques and 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 seeing how these people play out. I would have got the confession. <laughs> Maybe we should try that. Maybe we should get a some. Yeah, let let me workshop that away from Fine. the camera. <laughs> bonus, if there ever was one. All right, Amanda, thank you very much. Uh, we will see you very soon for another edition of Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. Thanks for your time. Looking forward to the next one. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.